The college football experience 2024 Big Ten Conference schedule breakdown and coaching carousel episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Yes, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US based and available in 40 different states. Head to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. Use that promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. 15% off everything when you use the promo code playoffs. Uh, so what are you doing, folks? Do that. And remember, as always, to let it ride. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. back on the college football experience B side. And we are going through all of the 2024 big 10 schedules. And now we get to jump over to the letter O and to me, you want to talk about favors. Oh man. Th- th- this is Michigan's schedule last couple of years. Look at this Ohio state schedule. There's not a more pathetic fucking schedule out there. And, and with them going to these mega conferences, this is the easiest schedule it, it, doing sec and big 10. There's nothing easier than this. Nothing easier than this. I had this only Indiana, you know, I had Indiana and Ohio state schedules lined up next to each other. The only difference is Marshall is a tougher non-con game than Charlotte. That was the difference (laughs) on Indiana being number one, easiest schedule, Ohio state being number two, this schedule. And this is what I mean. Folks, uh, first off, the non-con is home to Akron, home to home to Western Michigan. A bye week before home to Marshall. It, that's this is Michigan's schedule last two years. Yes, yes. Then, but what, that shouldn't happen in an eighteen in an eighteen-team conference, right? You should get more tough opponents at Michigan State, then home to Iowa, then at Oregon. Bye week, home to Nebraska, at Penn State, home to Purdue, at Northwestern, home to Indiana, home to Michigan. Let me let, let me just say one thing though. There's a lot. There's a there's a handful of SEC schools who play one P four out of conference and three nobodies. And again, with not a nine game Big Ten schedule, that's basically the same as Ohio State's doing. True, but to compare it to the other Big Ten teams, you're just sitting there like this is fucking True. pathetic. I'm just I want to compare yeah. it to some of the SEC schools though. Fair, fair. Uh, I, I just think, man, look at Even this though. Still, the, the, there's just more there, what, what sec schools have one, one elite team. I think the at Oregon games really the, I guess you could say at Penn state, but they're oh, kind of just like tier two. Yeah. I mean, this is a three game schedule. Yeah. This is, 
it's, it's Oregon, Penn state and Michigan. And I think if, if basically with the expanded playoffs, if, if Ohio state can go one and two in those three games, they make it. I even think they could lose and, and, all three and might make it. <laughs> that, that would be, I mean, you have to see what else is going on in the country, but that would be questionable, but come on. If you go one and two, it, uh, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's not even good, <laughs> but basically have yeah. a three game schedule and go one and two and they're in the playoffs. So right now chalk it up. Ohio state is going to be in playoffs. 100%. Year. If you can find, 100%. if you can find a bet out there on that right now, yeah. Ohio state is going to the, they're going to have a buy. Yeah. Yes. But what is a Will Howard the uh, projected starter? Yes, um, the Kansas State transfer. Right. We'll see how uh, we'll see how that works out. But well, they, it's gonna be better than last year. They, and their then, run game with Judkins and, Judkins. and uh, Henderson coming back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's nasty. And I mean, look at the, who they're playing. I mean, they're playing nobody. That's got, this is what I mean though. The Big Ten still has so much dead weight that you can deal at a conference schedule like this. You're just like. This it, is it, even the at Penn State game. I mean, are we are we really trusting Franklin, Penn no. State, and uh, Drew Alar? No, to to beat Ohio State here. I think Oregon I think, and Michigan uh, are the ones, right? Yeah, and if Harbaugh's gone, then it's Penn just like they could. Oh, they could. Sure. They've done I mean, it what, well, once, why, one every ten years. Yeah, that that's why we're saying it's a three game yeah. schedule. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I thought this was the second easiest schedule in the Big Ten, and I think it, it's arguable that it's the easiest because. Uh, it's just, they don't have an FCS Indiana played an FCS and then Marshall is better than Charlotte. So I, I thought Indiana had the easiest, but this is fucking a cakewalk. No back to back away. <laughs> There's certain teams doing two, two sets of back to back away within the big 10 conference scheduling. I find it to be a crock of shit. I don't understand how they, how they, it's just rigged to me. It's like, you can't tell me that this is random. You know what I mean? You can't tell me it's random when this happens this frequently. I don't buy it. Um, anyway, Ohio State is our favorite to win the Big Ten by far. Right. By far, yeah, by far. To me, nothing even close to uh, to it right now. But um, I think Ohio State is going to be better than this past year. So uh, yes, I agree, Patty. Yeah, uh, let's talk about the team, the new team, the Oregon Ducks. Because once again, they didn't get the memo that Ohio State just. Uh, so let's compare these <laughs> non cons. <laughs> Akron, Western Michigan, Marshall compared to these new schools, all four new schools. I want, I want you to highlight all four new schools because they are still scheduling like PAC 12 teams. Somebody tell them they're not in the yes. PAC 12 anymore. You don't have to do this. Like I, I give you credit for doing it, but you're stupid to do it. Yes. So nobody home, else does it home to Idaho. Who was an FCS playoff team. Once again, they should have no problem with Idaho. Uh, then home to Boise state and then at Oregon state in the civil war. Those are your three away games. Those are so much more difficult. Like Idaho would, would lay, I'd lay 14 with Idaho against Akron. You know what I mean? Like those are, I don't know what they're doing, but then after that On top of your nine game conference schedule, sorry, but I feel like I have to repeat it again. Yeah. Then they get a bye week after the civil war. Then they're at UCLA home to Michigan state home to Ohio state at Purdue home to Illinois, then at Michigan, then home to Maryland, then at Wisconsin, then they get a bye week and they're home to Washington. Now here's my only other argument. I'll say they did look out for Phil Knight. They didn't give him two tough games back to back. Does Washington have a bye week before that too? Yes, they do. Okay. All yeah. right. 
think at least that's fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see Michigan, Ohio. Uh, yeah. No, that's Michigan. No. Yeah. Michigan, Ohio state and Washington on the schedule. That's tough. Throw in the civil war on September 14th, man. I don't know if I can get used to that in Corvallis. Yeah, no, it's horrible. It should be the final game of the season. It's pathetic that these filthy TV execs can't figure this thing out. Um, but let me ask you guys something. Um, what do we expect Washington to be a this year? Oregon, Oregon or Washington, Washington. I think they can be a power. I think they should be a power. I mean, I think they've been a great program with the exception of uh, uh, like an eight year stretch in the two thousands since really the seventies. Yeah, I mean, uh, Chris Peterson made him under, it took him undefeated in the regular season. Kalen DeBauer did the same thing to bore. Um, new so Heisel had him. That's, new Heisel had him at the top. It was really just the Willingham era that was so I don't terrible. See, I don't see Washington pulling a TCU and going five and seven this year. Yeah, the, but they got to fill but that roster. I need to we, see who's who's on their team. So I are think we thinking that they're, they're going to be able to. Far. That, that we we see them as like I guess a, a nine win power five team or power four team kind of on average moving forward. Eight nine somewhere seven yeah. eight nine yeah yeah. Okay. But Oregon, I think in other words, we project as a program, regardless of coach to have a little higher ceiling. I mean, I guess that's been I'd the agree. case. Yeah, I'd of. agree. Yeah, I'd agree. At okay. least, in, at least until Phil Knight dies. Um, <laughs> right. So, but this is still like, it's a tough schedule. It's tougher than the other ones, but it's still like, I did think the big 10 looked out for him. They didn't give him like two really tough games back to back weeks. And I mean, usually you would say Oregon State has a good chance, but they're on a, a brand new head coach too. So and and you want to play them the first month. If it was the final game of the year, you'd worry more because the brand new head yeah. coach, the brand new team. So I, I don't see why they're not five and zero, oh, and then Ohio State comes to town. You know, say what you want about that. Then you have at Michigan. Other than that, I think this is probably a. I think it's at least a ten win team here. At least, yeah. They they could they could lose one. I I I would project nine and three. No, really? I got. I think with what they've done in the portal, getting Dylan Gabriel and Dante Moore at the quarterback spots, and then they just landed that receiver. Who they get? They got they got one of the I best receivers in the host nation. Ohio State. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, say right now, they, Oregon and Ohio State are in the uh, playoffs. I agree. Year. I agree. That was my assessment. Uh, they're in. Punch their ticket right now. Both are in the playoffs. And, and I think the question is, does the Big Ten get a third? I would say. Probably. Probably. And it, yeah. if so, it'll be Michigan. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what shakes out with the coaches and stuff. Sure. A lot of these teams playing each other here. Really? I didn't think, I mean, look, only I thought one, this was, I thought this one was one, one of the harder ones. I, uh, well, I thought, I'm just I, saying Oregon plays Ohio state, Oregon plays Michigan, Ohio state but, plays but Michigan. Two losses will get you in. Yeah. You can afford yeah. more losses. Now that's yeah. the thing. Now with the 12 team playoff, you can afford two losses. And especially that's the case if you're in the big 10 or the sec, because they will take a two loss team from one of these conferences over a one loss team from the big 12 or the, or the ACC precedent has been set. That was the biggest thing <laughs> with the Florida state thing this year is that precedent has been set record. No longer matters. Cause there's no, no, there's no longer a P five. There's no longer a P four. There's a P two. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if we'll see a lot of calls going uh, in the way, especially at the end of the season to create more one or two lost teams at the end of the season, as opposed to maybe making one team 12 and 0 and another team nine and three, if there's a chance to make one team 11 and one and another team 10 and two, 
I bet we see a little more of that. You know. Anyway, that's speculation. I, I I would say Oregon is a is a slam dunk to make the playoffs next year. Like, I think they'll get Ohio State or Michigan, one of those teams, and then the there's not really that many trap spots to me. Like the fact they get Oregon State first month is such an advantage. Maybe Wisconsin gets them week twelve. Yeah, could that be a little tricky, like in mid November? Yeah. yeah, you know, maybe. maybe but yeah. Wisconsin was like an average team this year. Wisconsin, yeah, they were not very like, good. Right, they were like Northwestern this year. All right, so let's move along. But I thought I thought the non-con there. Oregon's got to learn from Michigan and Ohio State. You know what I mean? Um, sure. Next up. We go to the Penn State Nittany Lions. I actually thought this was uh I, I had this as the tenth. I still think it had presented some challenges. Like the first the first month, if they can get through Morgantown week one, which I actually think West Virginia is gonna be better. Garrett Green comes back. I actually think West Virginia could be a sneaky team that could beat them. If they can get through that That's game. It's gonna be a lit environment. Yeah, Penn State will be favored. But if they can get through that game after that, home to Bowling Green, bye week, home to Kent State. That's your that's your non-con. See, take notes, Oregon. Bowling Green and Kent State are fucking trash. Ske- schedule the right? Mac. Yes. <laughs> then uh week four, home to Illinois. I'm sorry, week five. That would be because of the bye week there. Uh home to Illinois, then home to UCLA. So you get you know, five out of your first six games at home. Should be five and oh. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah, probably, probably. Then you're at USC and that's where things get interesting. You get a bye week after that. Then at Wisconsin. Now this is the gauntlet to me. Look at that three game stretch yeah. at Wisconsin, home to Ohio state, home to Washington. Now the Washington situation when it, a week ago, when I was looking at this, when we thought to Bauer was still at Washington, I was like, damn, that's a three game stretch right there. But now I think it lightened up a little bit at Wisconsin, home to Ohio state, home to Washington, then at Purdue, followed by at Minnesota and then home to Maryland. I don't think it's that hard of a schedule. No, it's not because you don't have Michigan. So I think you gladly or trade Oregon. Yeah. So I think you gladly trade Michigan for the, either the USC or Washington or, or, game. Or, or they don't have an at Iowa. I think at Iowa is always one you, you circle. Um, they, and I mean, they, they do have at Wisconsin, but like we were just saying, Wisconsin is not the same Wisconsin as it was five years ago. So very, very well. That's why I think I mean, you mentioned was you mentioned Michigan as the team to get the third big 10 team. I think Penn state could be that third team. As long as they get past West Virginia week one, I think there'll be that third team potentially going to the college football playoff. James Franklin drew. They're Alar. almost <laughs> true. Alar is a big question mark, but uh, assuming they're able to get past West Virginia week one, Five and zero seems like an almost certainty, right? I mean, they're not going to lose to UCLA and State College. Uh, the road trip to USC, obviously, a big threat there. But then the that's bye not, week, it's not like that's yeah, not that, winnable, though. I mean, yeah. USC is on Penn State's level. It's not like it's a step up. Yeah, beat them in the Rose Bowl. Uh, or no, USC ended up coming back. No, did Penn State? Well, who won that game? Pitt, I, I, keep Pitt, I, think I think Penn, Penn State, State got him right. That was like ten years ago. Yeah. But. Uh, I think Penn state did get them, but either way. Yeah. That uh, at Wisconsin, then at least with the hosting Ohio state and Washington, those are both at home. So maybe they get one of those. And I think if you get it out of this schedule with two losses, you're probably in the playoff. Yeah. 
They're a team to yeah, watch. I mean, that's that's very possible. You're right. I mean, uh, and look, I, I'm throwing a lot of shit towards Drew Allar, but you know, maybe as a junior, as an upperclassman, he makes a step up. I mean, he was a he was a top notch recruit for a reason. The dude has arm talent. Uh, as bad as he looked at some points this year, you know, maybe maybe he can improve. I mean, Penn State needs him to improve for sure. But also, their receivers this year weren't as good as in previous seasons either. But so. they do, they do lose many defense or uh, many Diaz on the defensive side of the ball. That's something to monitor. Uh, they brought in Kansas's offense coordinator. That'll be pretty interesting to see too. Um, but I do think it's a it, it, if you're a Penn State fan, you're thinking well, you can get into the 12 team playoff next year for sure. Um, yeah, to, to James Franklin's, I guess credit. You know, he loses the games he's supposed to lose and wins the game he's games he's supposed to win most of the time. And it right. looks like there are. 10 games he's supposed to win, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, and yeah and, and it, I see a good point because if there was a 12 team playoff last five years, how many years would have been saved? A lot. Made it? A lot. At least, <laughs> at least a couple. Yeah. At least a yeah. couple. Um, all right, folks. Look, we're going to talk about the rest of these teams. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook and a force, uh, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. And look, they're bringing you an offer that can really help make the playoffs truly electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. So what are you doing folks? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use that promo code SGP. Once again, new customers can get fi- bet five bucks, get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, helps available for gambling or problem gambling. Uh, Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 age plus varies. By jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours into issuance. CDKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, we are back on the college football experience. And yes, we do have Penn State looking mighty, mighty set up to make a, a run. Wouldn't it be great if West Virginia caught them game one? Fucked up their whole you know, season. West Virginia returns. A quarterback and a lot of skill positions, but one of the big reasons why we were decent, we were kind of high on West Virginia last year, was that they returned the line play. That's true. They're gonna have to this get active. Year, I think a lot of the, I think this year that a lot of those guys go. So I, I'm still, I still think that's a dangerous game. Of course. Yeah, I mean, that game was closer than the final score indicated a year ago. Oh, uh, that fucking! I, I, I had yeah. money on West Virginia, and Franklin ran it up. He fucking scored with like ten seconds left. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's hop on over and talk about a team. I know Patty C loves talking about the, uh, like traditionally Purdue always schedules ridiculously. In my opinion, like <laughs> the old school, big 10, they would schedule 11 power fives and one FCS or, or, or a group of five like Fresno state or something. Uh, you look at it this year. Why do you put a bye week one? <laughs> Got to get ready for Indiana state, man. It's a big game. I, this is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen because like, and then the it, rest of their conversation yes, continues that theme. Yes. What are you doing? So by week one, then they're home to Indiana state, then home to Notre Dame and then at Oregon state once again. So basically 11 power fives in Indiana state. No, that's an extremely terrible move. Like 
a buy is good, but also live bullets early in the season are really important too. I think every team that is smart should schedule week zero. Yes. Not scheduling week zero or week one. It's like, dude, you're setting yourself behind the eight ball for like the first five weeks of the season. So stupid. They, 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 but they've been doing this, whether it was Brom, whether it was the coach prior to Brom, I'm drawing a blank, former Ohio state guy. Uh, One by this is rare. A week one buy is very rare. Boston College I, I, did it like five or six years ago. I was gonna say I can't remember another team that did that. Boston College of under uh, uh, Adazio did it. Um, this is just absolutely terrible scheduling. It's just terrible scheduling. And then you so eleven power fives, they get a back to back away of at Wisconsin and at Illinois. So let me just run through it for the audio side of this. By week week one, home to Indiana State, home to Notre Dame. At Oregon State, home to Nebraska, at Wisconsin, at Illinois, home to Oregon, bye week, home to Northwestern, at Ohio State, home to Penn State, at Michigan State, at Indiana. Once again, I will draw up the point that they get Michigan or Ohio State and Penn State back to back weeks. I'll also say coming off a back to back away game, they get Oregon at home. I think it's a brutal schedule. I had it as the fourth hardest schedule in the Big Ten, mainly because you're playing 11 power fives out of 12 games. Right. And teams that were very good last year, like Notre Dame and and, and uh, Oregon State. I mean, this is this is brutal. Uh, like little shrimp lips in the chat says, Joe Tiller's not walking through that door. Uh, no, he's not. Neither's Drew Brees. Neither's uh, Raheem Mostert. Uh, but this is why this is why all those schools are so dumb to vote to expand. They held a vote to expand. Purdue. You're crippling your own fan base by voting yes. You're taking the check for a short-term game. Long-term, you're going to end up kicked out of the Big Ten, uh, and and you're thing. you're going to ruin the culture that you you have there. Now, I'm not saying they have a, a rich history of culture, but what I'm saying is that I don't understand why they would vote for these other teams to come in because from a talent perspective, remember under Brom, Brom's top receiver couldn't make grades. They didn't they didn't play him. They didn't play him. They suspended them the whole year. They they're gonna lose a lot. The question is, do they get kicked out? Because if they don't get kicked out, they don't lose because they're gonna right get now, kicked out eventually. Well, maybe you're right, but right now they value the money more so than the chance to win, and that's what they're doing. And, and, and we see this. They in won't get kicked out. Why? They won't get kicked out because Matt Painter's there, and they're kicking ass in basketball. Uh, well, and. In, in January, <laughs> you know, not necessarily yeah. in March. Yeah. Uh, but that's, say, that's it's like, and, I, and, and Patty C as much as I wish basketball mattered, it really doesn't. It is it, all football. Um, so uh, who knows? I mean, I, I, I hope Colby's wrong. Who knows long-term what that, what happens but here? Why would but you vote? Yes. It's so stupid. Short term is that they want more money. You know, and 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 programs that don't really necessarily want to win, they want the money because it 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 fuels all their athletics. It fuels so much. I mean, there's a they bring in a lot of money. I mean, yeah. why does a team like talk about college basketball? Why does a team like some of these like swag schools? Why do they go on the road for like 15 straight games to start the season? They don't yeah. want to win. They're just cashing checks. But you don't think well. It's going to ruin the, the fan interest in Purdue are slightly different. Uh, it's going to ruin the yeah, fan it's interest. Tough. Yeah. Well, true. But I mean, Purdue still packs it. 
you know, and I, I agree. I mean, it's not, if I was a Purdue fan, no. it's not what I would want, but, and I would argue they packed it because Jeff Brown made them competitive. I don't know if that's sustainable. Look at their previous coaches before, after Tiller, they had a couple different coaches and they, sh- they all sucked and fan interest right. wasn't there. Right. Fan interest will feed your fucking program. Uh, I mean, I think the schedule is really tough and I think they're in for, I think Ryan Walters might've made a mistake by accepting the head coaching job. I don't know. I mean, but the money is the money, but again, so the people that choose the money over competitiveness, I don't think they necessarily care how, how packed the stands are. As long as the checks keep rolling in, they but, decided that that's more important, but you do know this is inevitable though. If you let TV execs do this, these shitty schools, if you're not drawing a rating because of fan interest, they, they all connect, yeah. they all connect. And eventually that will boot you out. If you're letting TV execs have Rutgers and USC in the same fucking conference, right? Then that's going <laughs> to end up being the end result because no one's going to, they're going to say, well, wait, why do we care about Purdue? They don't draw a big TV number, right? Why do they get the same yeah. Purdue? money? Why Purdue is Purdue probably the made their oh, go ahead, Nick. I was going to say, yeah. Why is Purdue making the same amount of money as Ohio state? It's coming down the pipeline. Next ten years. Next ten years. It's going to happen. They're going to sit there and say that. Yeah, but I don't know if some of these school presidents or whoever are are looking that far ahead. They're just cashing the checks. Yeah. Patty, what were you going to say? I'm just going to say, you know, someone's got to lose these games. Purdue probably, you know, as soon as they voted USC and UCLA and Washington and uh, Oregon in, they realized that the days of them punching their ticket to the uh, uh, big 10 championship game are gone as of this or last year, I guess. So might as well make the money with football and try and come I mean, do the Vanderbilt route, be a competitive baseball team. I guess uh, Purdue will make it basketball, you know? Hey, I mean, make do we even know uh, Purdue voted? Yes. I mean, cause it usually the majority, I don't know how the big 10 voting goes, but I would imagine you need a, yeah. a majority. Yeah. I mean, look, I, but I'm saying all of them, like to me, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Purdue, uh, Nebraska, uh, Northwestern, Indiana, Rutgers, Maryland. What the fuck are you doing voting? Yes. We, we don't question Rutgers, uh, coming on to the big 10 They're they're you know, money as an institution, their whole identity as an institution has come up so much just by being in the big 10, because they never had any football success. Well, guess what? Purdue pretty much has had no foot football success. Anyway, I'm sure you have a uh, audio clip for us on that one, Colby, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, yeah. They just accept uh, wh- where they are and whatever, get that money and win, win in basketball. Yeah. And and who knows there, there's not some kind of backwards dealing where like, if you don't vote yes, then uh, we are going to move to kick yeah. you out or something. Uh, you know? I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets. I don't know where the fuck not that, that not is. that one. I don't know. Not the clip we were looking for. That's a, it's a deep cut. It's a yeah. deep cut. Yeah, I don't use it that frequently. So I'm really, uh, I'm all over the place here. All right. Um, moving along. Yes. Yeah, so let's move along to the great university of Rutgers. Cause I thought the big 10 did them a ton of favors. What a schedule. What a schedule here. I thought this was the third easiest schedule in all the big 10. First off, the non-con is a fucking joke. Home to Howard, home to Akron, a buy and then at Virginia tech. Thought it was one of the easiest non-cons out there. Then they're home to Washington. Now that looks so great. You're getting Jed fish in his first month at Washington on the road on a crazy road trip. 
Then you're at Nebraska, then home to Wisconsin, home to UCLA, then at USC, then a bye week, and then home to Minnesota, then at Maryland, then home to Illinois, and at Michigan State. Folks, this is G- Rutgers. Is now's the time because let me tell you, I went through all this shit. First, they only play four top forty opponents. They get an FCS. They get a terrible Akron Zip team. Yes, they do have five away games. That is more than you know, Penn State or uh, uh, Michigan and Ohio State. But it's a f- it, this is the year to do it, man. Getting Wisconsin to come to Piscataway right now, I think they're kind of on on at the same playing grounds. This is the year to do it. To me, like the only flat out obvious loss is at USC. I think every other game yeah. you could make a case is winnable. No, this is so nice. I mean, this is what every Big Ten East school, other than Michigan or per, or uh, or uh, Ohio State, wanted. No Michigan or Ohio State. They don't have either of those schools. They don't have Oregon either. So you yeah. get you. you, you this, is so nice. this is the greatest schedule you can. You know, uh, like I said, they have five away games. Ohio State and Indiana only have four. The, uh, that's the only difference. And they also play at Virginia tech, the non cons harder than uh, Indiana's in Ohio state, but also, so they pick up three of the four pac 12 schools, but two of those games are at home in totally across the freaking country. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, so their, their one trip is at USC. Okay. Chalk that up as a loss, but uh, this is a sweet schedule. This is as sweet as it gets, dude. I mean, just look at the last, the last four games, Minnesota, Maryland, Illinois, Michigan state, nobody in the conference has and eat that easy of a November. That's, that's a, that's so a sweet ass. November. They brought in the Greek rifle too. your boy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. l- look, am I crazy to say like, I can't rule them out of making the playoffs. No. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> the they are. just won what? Seven games this past year, <laughs> seven and five. Dude, come on, man. There's, there's still losses on this. Where's schedule. the flat out loss besides USC. Virginia Tech is looking like a tougher game. Dude, they, they average they average seven point three yards of rush against Virginia that Tech last year. That was a different. <laughs> Virginia, Virginia Tech in November was different than Virginia Tech in September. I'm last still year, favoring okay? Rutgers. Still, and this one's it's winnable. It's winnable. It's winnable. Yeah. Okay, but still, no, this team is not going to go ten and two. They can With go, the Greek rifle at quarterback, I don't know. He's the backup. They have uh, Wimsett. No, not Wimsett. The other guy still. Evan oh. Simon. Evan Simon. Okay. Don't you doubt the golden Guido. He was bound to get this thing. This going schedule at some point. is, I guarantee you the golden Guido's popping fucking the, the best champagne. If he saw this schedule, because he's just like, wait, oh yeah, for sure. For I sure. mean, this is just glorious. Uh, load up on Rutgers folks. Um, Rutgers to the first, look first, they played the first college football game. They're going to be in the first 12 team playoff. Let's go. <laughs> Boom. Let's talk it's about the circular. This is the hardest schedule to me. The second hardest, I think you can argue it as the hardest. The non-con UCLA at Hawaii at LSU, home to Fresno State. <laughs> what are why you doing? Do that. What are why you doing? Do yeah, why do it to yourself? So another thing is they did the early bye week. So week one they're at Hawaii. Week two they get a bye week. I, I hate that approach personally. Then yes. you're home, you're home to Indiana. And then 
look at this gauntlet here at LSU home to Oregon at Penn state. That this is my point. This is my point here. The big, they would not do this to Michigan where you gave them Ohio state and or I'm sorry, Oregon and Penn state back to back weeks. They would not do that. Uh, then if that, that isn't bad enough after that, after the, the, so at LSU home to Oregon at Penn state, that three game gauntlet, then you're home to Minnesota then at Rutgers. Then you get a bye week Then you're at Nebraska home to Iowa. And then this is this part at Washington and then home to USC and then home to Fresno to end your season. Tedford's beating Fresno the past or beating USCLA the past two times he's played them. This is a ridiculous schedule. Chip Kelly's fired after this year. <laughs> you know who else is going to be fired after this year? Or maybe after next year with this uh, football schedule? Mick Cronin, because this schedule is going to put all the pressure on the basketball team. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. they're not doing so great either. So well, and and how new about, coaches abound at UCLA. How about a schedule? I, I, I know they already talked about this, but the fact they're playing at Hawaii and at Rutgers in the same schedule is the furthest in the history of college football. <laughs> These guys, the, you know what? You know what? When I travel for work, I try to build up my frequent flyer miles. That's how they're doing. They're trying to get a lot of miles. <laughs> trying to get the uh, free flights for the off season, you know. Uh, but seriously, like, well, they were broke, right? They got to find some ways to uh, make. Well, they up got the, that Big the Ten money. They're not broke anymore. Uh, the billion dollar TV contract. Um, I don't even understand like this one, Chip Kelly. Like, what do you like? Let's try to b- best case scenario this thing. Oh, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, real quick. I mean, Colby, you've always said that that Oklahoma has a chance to be the new Arkansas. Yeah, I would say it doesn't quite fit exactly, but I would say UCLA has a new chance to be the next Arkansas, if that makes sense. You know, so basically the next uh, Minnesota or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean. But what? Let's build a, a scenario where they keep Chip. How, how would they keep Chip? He's got a he's got a win at Hawaii, home to Indiana, and they better beat Oregon Week Five and start off what three and one. They're going to lose at yeah. LSU. They're going to lose at Penn State. Take care of business against Minnesota. Upset Rutgers. They could be five and two there. They could be five and two. They can afford to lose to Oregon too and be four and three. The expectations at UCLA aren't ten win seasons. But uh, but still, he's on. They almost fired him this year. So I mean, he they won what seven eight games this year. Uh, I don't see anything better than seven and five. Or I mean, it's a it's a real stretch to say eight and four here. I mean, call me crazy, but I just don't see a path for him out of this. They're going to lose a lot of these games. I think they might even have a losing season. Who's gonna be their quarterback now that uh, Ethan Garbers and Schley are back? Still there? Uh, both are back. Are still back? Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but Carson Lexington Steele, he went uh, pro. Right. I don't know. It's just I just think that's a gauntlet of a schedule. It's tough. Look, let, let, let's be honest here. Which, which of those games are guaranteed losses? At LSU, you have to figure for at UCLA. Penn State, is. At Penn State, I would say probably Oregon, Oregon probably right. Uh, home? Yeah, they don't beat Oregon, man. When's the last time they beat Oregon? Oh, I think I think Oregon rolls in. Yeah. Uh, probably, yeah. Then I would also say probably at Washington because by that time, week 12, I just can't see them beating Washington. And then the USC game, maybe they get them. Maybe they get them. Chip Kelly's going to have to do a hell of a coaching job. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I will say the one thing that it looks like. It, 
we don't have the Southern California teams going into like cold weather in November. Seattle's going to be cold. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It, no, that's on well, purpose. That's on Seattle's purpose. Cold, but I'm, yeah. I'm talking about like, you know, like Midwest cold. They I'm did that shit like on purpose in Michigan. Yeah. You know, that seems like that is definitely on purpose, right? That's not a coincidence. Yeah. That, that's definitely on purpose. Uh, that schedule is absolutely brutal folks. All right. Look, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by uh cut. Yes. Cut is a peer to peer social betting platform that's us based and available in 40 different States. P2P social betting is a new and better way to bet, bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with uh, verifiable outcomes. Plus there's a ton of fun on so, you know, social media, their social features, give it a feel of kind of like a, a betting social network. Uh, cut offers a lower VIG and fully customizable odds. You can create your own bets and they handle the payments. Cut does. Uh, you don't have to worry about chasing down old Billy Ray uh, in the in the fucking uh, you know waiting for him to come out of his job so you can get your fucking fifty bucks. Uh, no, you don't have to do that. All right. Social features uh, include group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profile, fan group, and much, much more. What are you doing, folks? Head over to cut.com. That's k-u-t-t.com. Use that promo code SGPN for a ten percent deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. They got NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball. And you better believe they got college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So what are you doing, folks? Sign up with the promo code TCESGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Once again, that's Underdog Fantasy. Promo code SGPN. All right. We are back on the college football experience. And this next schedule <laughs> is the hardest schedule. <laughs> they don't play FCS teams. Shout out to USC. I talk a lot of shit about USC, but they, I, they're insane. Insane. They never play FCS. They never have one of the only schools to ever do that. And uh, they decided to schedule super aggressively. And guess what? They play. I, I was doing the, my homework on this. 11 of their 12 opponents were in bowl games a year ago. USC starting off the season week zero. Oh no. I'm sorry. Week one in Las Vegas against LSU and Brian Kelly and his family. Uh, Week two, they're taking on Utah state. Then they get a bye week. Then they're at Michigan home to Wisconsin at Minnesota home to Penn state at Maryland home to Rutgers at Washington bye week. Then home to Nebraska at UCLA home to Notre Dame. Yes, folks. They play 11 power fives. That's nine conference games, LSU and Notre Dame on top of it. Is this the toughest schedule in the country over Florida? I'd say yes. I think it is. I think it's harder than Florida's because at least uh, yeah. there's a couple gimmies. Like now Florida's, you could argue like Florida's November is insane. Yeah. But, and, and like we were saying earlier, the sec schedule is definitely harder than the big tens. True. But the mileage that you, that at USC is going to be doing here is at Michigan, at Minnesota, at Maryland, <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the, the sheer mileage. And then the fact you're taking on 11 power fives, them in Florida, I think have to have the, the, the easy, I mean, UCLA is top 10 hardest as well, Yeah, but yeah, pff, this schedule Lincoln Riley's going to be fired. I don't, I don't see like uh, they better beat LSU week one. I'll say that because I don't think they'll beat LSU and Michigan. No, I I think uh, I love Wisconsin potentially being able to get them the week after Michigan or Minnesota. One of those ones, 
then, you know, you still got Penn state. You, I, I did, I did my numbers on this, right? My numbers of top 40 teams that they played is ins- absurd. They're playing six top 40 teams out of their 12 games. 11 of their 12 teams were bowl were bowl teams a year ago. The only team that didn't bowl was Nebraska. And that was Matt rule in year one. And they catch him at the end of year two. Good luck. So they have, they have five road trips and a neutral site. That's that. That's tough. Five and a half road games. Basically. I mean, they lose Who Caleb Williams have before the USC game. What's their ceiling here? Their ceiling is if they beat LSU and 10, 10 and two. Yeah. If they beat LSU. They could, they could, they could get Penn state in LA and then they lose at Michigan and they lose to maybe Notre Dame or UCLA or something. 11 and one. Are no they one. guaranteed to lose at Michigan? It's September. Uh, it's the fourth week of the season. There's just Michigan no way a new coach, a new quarterback. Well, I'm just saying there's just no way that they run the table. So if they, if they, if they beat Michigan, then Penn state gets them. If they, if they beat Penn right. state, I mean, yeah. then Washington gets them. It's just too big of a gauntlet. It's too big of a gauntlet. They went, they went eight and five last year, you know, and they it lose is, Caleb Williams <laughs> and they right. lose Dorian yeah. singer and, and they Miller lose Moss. Yeah. dude. They lost Come a ton on. of talent, man. They lost a ton of talent off of that team. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they get I, out of it. I, I still find a path for like 10 and two. If like everything breaks, right. I don't predict 10 and two. I predict something closer to their record last year. Uh, this, this is tough. I think Lincoln Riley's going to get fired. Yeah. Notre Dame might be a loss too. Lincoln Miley may. This is year three. I'm surprised he <laughs> hasn't interviewed for the Chargers job already. Right now, I'm not just, gonna lie. Just to get in front of it, right? Why yeah, would they exactly. schedule LSU and Notre Dame? That's insane. Fucking yeah. insane. Uh, on top of a nine-game conference schedule. Can I say it again? Do I need to? <laughs> that that that's. I mean. <laughs> That, like I said, I mean, look, Utah State at home should be no problem, but they're still they would bowl last They're year. way they're better, a, a solid team, way better than than an FCS. You know what I mean? Like, like right. Utah, yeah, right. Uh, you have to you have to show up against Utah State. You can't just you know totally phone it in. This schedule's yeah. I mean, he's gonna get fired. He's gonna get fired. What 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 would not get him fired? Nine and three, eight and four. He's gonna get fired. Think so, dude. They're they're not happy here, and I live in LA. I mean, like they weren't happy this year with Lincoln Riley. I just don't know. They were almost in the playoff two years ago. I know. I feel like I feel like if he was eight and four, he probably gets one more year, right? Yeah, eight and four saves him. I think you guys are closer to the situation than me. I I couldn't be further away. I'm like Rutgers over here. (laughs) (laughs) What if they lose the Rutgers? That could be the one. That could be the one. Um, yeah, imagine you lose to LSU and Michigan out the gate. You get Wisconsin, but then you lose to Penn State, and your three losses in, and then Rutgers comes in and fucking knocks you off. That's the one, man. That's the one. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Send him over the edge, them, but who knows? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like they're uh, they're doomed. I don't. I like. I best case scenario, you think is ten and two? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I I'm going to call this right now. You know how certain teams for no reason do really well against other teams. Uh, 
UVA Miami has always had their number a little bit for some reason, at least to be competitive in those games. I think Rutgers is not going to be at all, you know, scared of the USC Southern California mystique. I think the, the Jersey in them is going to go and be like, fuck these guys. They're little pussies. We're going to walk in here and kick their ass. I think, watch out for that moving forward. These nice sunny weather, you know, people come on. They're not tough. They're not tough. They don't know what a new Jersey winner is all about. Um, I don't know. I thought that schedule was just fucking insane. And I like Patty C's synopsis on uh Rutgers being the new kryptonite of the Trojans. I like it. All right, let's close it out. What do we got? Two. We got two left. left. Let's go to the Washington Huskies. Uh, year one here of the fish era. Fresh fish. Fresh fish. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got uh, the non-cons home to Weber State, home to Eastern Michigan, and home to Washington State in the Apple Cup Week Three, just like the Civil War. Um, you know what's crazy is I like. I think Washington state might be able to clip them now that uh, they're going to be breaking into brand new head coach. Now it's, if it was in Pullman, I would love it, but uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe they go three and oh there. Then they get Northwestern in the big 10 home opener. Then at Rutgers, they, they kind of did them some favors. The first five games, they, I mean, fish could go five and oh there before they host the Michigan Wolverines, a rematch of the national championship week six. And then week seven, they are going to, I guarantee you, they lose that game. How much do you want to bet? I guarantee you, off of Michigan, they lose in Iowa City. I just wish it was November twelfth instead of October twelfth. True, true. But but you're probably right. Um, and then they get a bye week, and then they are at Indiana, followed by home to USC, and then at Penn State, and then home to UCLA. Let's talk about that three game stretch right there. Look at their final four games: home to USC, at Penn State, home to UCLA, at Oregon. Fuck you. That's a welcoming fuck you to the big, the the big 10 right there. It's almost like they're still in the pack 12 and throw in like a top 10 at Penn state team, which is <laughs> very yeah, tough. Yeah. Uh, this is what I mean though. Call me crazy, but I'd rather see Washington's schedule in the pack 12 this past year than this schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like overall, you're saying that you're not too excited about yeah, like, the, like Washington, the, Penn like state. Oklahoma and, and Texas coming into the SEC, I was more excited about the matchups when I when I went through the, and did the I schedule. This, well, those are continuous states. I mean, that that's yeah. still like you know, it's still close to, together. I mean, there's yeah. I found myself Washington slightly bored. I found myself at, slightly bored going through these games. I was like Northwestern, Rutgers, Iowa, Indiana. Uh, well, boring. that goes to a point that how bad the Big Ten was this year, other than. Michigan and I guess Ohio state, Ohio state wasn't even that good this year. Yeah. But that, I mean, there was a lot of bad football in the big 10 this year. No doubt about it. It's just boring. Like I'd much rather see Arizona, Washington. I've been telling you or, the big 10 yeah. West has been boring for a decade. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it's, I'm just not excited. Like if you compare oh, yeah. what I did was I compared both There's, schedules last you're year. You're not saying anything controversial here. <laughs> but I, I think a lot of people think that these new teams coming in make it super exciting. I would argue that compare last year's wa- the, the Washington schedule to this year's, and last year's was way more exciting. At week in, week I, out, it was like Utah, Oregon State, Oregon, and it was like six straight weeks. And you look at this, you're just like, uh, I guess. I will say that is more exciting for the Big Ten schedule because, as I said before, the, the Big Ten has been so predictable the last five to 10 years. Where it's basically been two teams, 
So now we get a little bit of new blood in here, some and some good blood like Oregon, like USC, like Washington. So as far as the Big Ten schedule, it's more exciting. As if you're looking at just the Pac-12 teams that came over, I can see your point. Yeah, it just it just seems yeah, it just seems a little mundane to me. Um, well, let, let me throw something at you here, okay? Washington, let's pretend they're able to maintain their level of play that they did this past year, or even be close to it, right? Weber State, Eastern uh, Michigan, Washington State, Northwestern, all at home to start the season wins. Rutgers win. Michigan, say Harbaugh leaves, new quarterback. That's a long trip. We know teams from the East going out West don't typically fare great. Win. Uh, Six and oh. At Iowa. They're a better team than Iowa, straight up. Okay, no, yes, it's no, a road trip. No, no, this is where it stops. Seven and oh, no, 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 bye week before what? going to Indiana. Eight Dude, and no, the best Ohio USC, State teams, nine the, and oh, the best <laughs> Ohio State teams. You know, when they play at Iowa, they lose. Michigan, when they play at Iowa, they lose. Get the fuck out of here with this. Michael Panix is gone, their whole team just hit the portal. No fucking way. They will not. I will well, bet you right Michigan now. Michigan and Ohio State both had like. Offenses in the fifties this year, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Washington, the Pac-12 has offenses that Iowa never sees uh, throughout the year. You know, you're not playing fucking Michigan. You know, cold weather, three yards in a cloud of dust, and just doing it better than Iowa. Ohio does State is a you're finesse team. Ohio okay. State's been and a finesse Ohio team. State has whooped the fuck out of Iowa several times. You know. It's, uh, in Columbus, I was in able Columbus. to get them once or twice. You know, to to Patty's point, uh, Tennessee just put up thirty five on ten on uh, Iowa in the bowl game. <laughs> that now, was not in Iowa City. That was not in Iowa City. It wasn't. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Either way, I don't know. I I ain't no my ass. Jed fishing. Who the fucks their quarterback? Who's their running back? Who's their whole fucking team? Uh, it's January seventeenth. Nine and zero. Nine and zero. Get the fuck out of here. Who's next? USC coming to Washington isn't a, a guaranteed win for USC. <laughs> Nine and oh. No Look way. Out for it. No way. All right, folks. Before we get to Wisconsin, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off the first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. 15% off everything until the end of the month. Everything, everything in the merch store, even the fucking dog bowls. We get SGPN dog bowls. All right. Uh, pick Dundee t-shirts. All right. And we're competing against other shows. So get in there, get, get a college football experience t-shirt. All right. Once again, SGPN merch store promo code playoffs and you're in. Uh, all right, let's get back to this because uh, Final team on the slate here, the Badgers. Well, did I fuck this up? Are the Badgers not here? Are the Badgers not here? Oh, there they are. Um, there's that. There's that fine looking Badger in this big year for Luke Fickle. And I can tell you, it got a lot easier knowing Nick Saban ain't coming to Madison week three. So the non-con home to Western Michigan, home to South Dakota, and home to Alabama. They're still not beating Alabama. I doubt it, but this this was like too early in this. It's a lot more winnable. 
This was an average, very average Wisconsin team that almost lost. They didn't beat a team with a winning record last year. They did not beat a team with a winning record at home. So that's their first weeks. They're non-con. Their first three weeks are non-con games. Western Michigan, South Dakota, Bama. Then they get a bye week, and then they're at USC at the Coliseum, followed by home to Purdue, followed by at Rutgers and at Northwestern, back to back away. And then, how about? This little little stretch here: home to Penn State, at Iowa, home to Oregon. Well, they got a bye week in there, but uh, and then they close out the season at Nebraska and home to Minnesota. Uh, I had it as the ninth hardest schedule, um, but right in the middle. You know, obviously it was a lot harder uh, a week ago when Saban was at Bama. You're like, whoa, but getting Alabama, USC, Penn State. Oregon and Iowa in Iowa City is tough. That's five incredibly hard games. Yeah. I mean, Wisconsin is lucky to go two and three there. I mean, it could be a lot worse. They could go one and four, or oh, and tell five you what. in that stretch. What's that, Pat, Patty? C? Western Michigan or South Dakota? They're winning, they're winning both of those. Yes. They're winning both of those. Yeah. I don't think they're two and oh, regardless. Yes. Um, look, I think five and one is, is probably what they're looking at. Uh, I don't know. Maybe actually the USC road trip. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Four and two is what they're looking at. Um, five and two actually, because Northwestern, I think I would both those on the road. I wouldn't give you, I would not give Wisconsin both those back to back aways. I would not Rutgers and at, I wouldn't either. I think one and one is more realistic. Then home to Penn state. They're losing at Iowa. And then, yeah, that, I think they're best case seven and five. That's a tough stretch, man. Yeah, yeah. that's a tough schedule. Yeah, pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. Yeah, that's your ninth toughest. It's kind of middle of the pack, and this looks pretty damn tough to me right here. Yeah, it was like seventh before the saving thing, or sixth before the saving thing. Um, I don't know. I just that's think still a loss, regardless. They're not I think beating. So. I think so. Yeah. Oh, and just I, I. I don't even know if like by the time they get Nebraska week 13, like rule will be in pretty much year three at that point. That's a tough loss. Yeah, that's, that's a tough saying. game, man. Yeah. I mean, all right. So it was like, where are the gimmies? The gimmies are Western Michigan, South Dakota and Purdue. That's it. That's and, it. And that, and, and that Purdue game. Uh, all right. Yeah. Okay. That's a gimme. There's three. They gimmies. should be favored pretty, pretty solidly hosting Minnesota at the end of the year. I don't know. There's three uh, gimmies and there's probably three other wins. But I'd be hard pressed to say Wisconsin goes anything better than seven and five. Yeah. Like and like Mick uh, uh Colby said, um what what gets fickle fired here? You know, what are the yeah, expectations? It's year, it's year two. I mean, well, I mean, if, if you're not bowling, that's yeah. If, if he's bowling, he probably gets a third year, right? Yeah. Are the folks in Madison going to adjust to a not being in the big 10 West and then B having three new blue bloods introduced into the conference and Michigan and Ohio state and Penn state that they're going to be playing more frequently. Presumably. I don't think, I don't think they're ready for that. I don't think their minds are wrapped around it. I think fickles in a bad spot. I yeah. thought I thought it was crazy to, to do what he was doing. I, I thought the hire didn't make sense to me in a way. I thought like, uh, I don't know. I just thought, I thought it was, I, I I'm on this, I'm on record this very show. I said that that hire is not going to work out in Madison, right? It's not going to work out. Uh, we'll see. 
should be fun to watch folks. We are the college football experience. This is a two and a half hour show. Just talking big 10. Don't worry. We got, we got the big 12 coming the ACC 17 teams. I know NC Nick's excited about Cal and Stanford. Uh, (laughs) Um, give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the college football experience year round. We talk college football on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And uh, yeah, check out the college basketball experience. We'll be live in about an hour uh, talking college hoops. Wonderful slate today. And obviously the road to March continuing to heat up. We also have uh, the FCS college football experience. Subscribe. And the college baseball experience just dropped a Pac-12 preview. We're talking SEC college baseball tomorrow, uh, and check out the sports gambling podcast as well. Uh, and yeah, we got a transfer portal episode coming. Big Twelve, all that good stuff. So buckle up. We're just getting started here. This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we are out of here. Run and shoot. We can be the run and shoot.